Hello, you're listening to a special Belgrade Theatre podcast, recorded as part of the Fly the Flag campaign, celebrating the 70th anniversary of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Under the protections afforded by the Declaration, all people, regardless of race, colour, sex, religion, political or other affiliation, are regarded as free and equal before the law, entitled to enjoy a life free from discrimination and free from interference in their personal lives. Yet despite this, many people who identify as falling within the broad LGBTQ spectrum continue to face intolerance and discrimination in some quarters. Next season, the Belgrade Theatre will be staging two very different productions that deal with similar themes, exploring the right to love freely regardless of gender, race or background. First of all, in their new Bollywood-style musical Stardust, physical productions use the idea of reincarnation to explore the connection between two souls across time and in different bodies. Meanwhile, in My Beautiful Laundrette, a co-production between the Belgrade Theatre, Leicester Curve, Cheltenham Everyman and Leeds Playhouse, Hanif Qureshi's groundbreaking 1985 film is reimagined for the stage unfolding a complicated love story between a British Asian boy and his former schoolmate, a white working-class lad who has fallen in with a crowd of racist thugs. With this month marking Pride Month, and as Fly the Flag celebrations take place across the country, I spoke to both Samir Bamra, Artistic Director of Physical Productions and Director of Stardust, and Nikolai Foster, Artistic Director of the Curve Theatre and Director of My Beautiful Laundrette, about their respective productions. First, here's Samir to explain a little bit more about the origins of Stardust. Stardust is about two fantastic characters, Amor, who is like the Whitney Houston of Bollywood, and 30 years later, Amar, who is a British Asian singer who's trying to make his mark in the mainstream music world. And it's how their journeys are connected to one man, Cyrus Singhania, who is a music producer, responsible for some of the greatest hits in the world of music. So it's a production that allows us to do what we do best, which is incredible songs, some magic uh, in terms of fantastic dance routines, but also we're experimenting with thriller as a genre. The story of Stardust really came about because I went to a wedding. I have an adopted brother whose biological parents did not know about him being gay for almost eight years of his life. And uh, when he eventually came out and was getting married to his partner, there was drama associated with it. And I happened to be supporting him through this process. And he allowed me to use elements of that journey into our narrative. The experiences that I felt and how progressive Asian parents were towards uh, accepting their new son-in-law. I thought that was really heartwarming. And it was such a beautiful story and such a beautiful moment when at one point when you think both parents are not going to come to the wedding, to them both being there and being so fantastic that it just filled everyone's hearts with so much joy. This wedding took place in 2011 and it's almost eight years since it happened. You'd ask me why has it taken so long to make this show? It's taken this long because attitudes towards Asians being gay have not changed. They are slowly shifting uh, from what was a very progressive moment that I witnessed to now. 
We seem to be going in cycles and within the Asian society because within the South Asian countries that were colonized by the British, they inherited some of the archaic British laws. Homosexuality was illegal up till recently uh, in some of them. And so when attitudes in those countries start changing, they will slowly start to permeate here. We want to be part of helping shape a more progressive society, uh, a more progressive Asian community, because there are people who are fantastic, but there are others who could do with a bit of a helping hand towards better education. Like Samir, Nikolai felt a personal connection to the subject matter in My Beautiful Laundrette, despite the fact that he was still a small child when the film was first released. I can't actually remember the sort of exact moment because it's one of those films that is so iconic and so part of growing up as a young gay person specifically that it's sort of always been there and part of my DNA. I can sort of remember it was one of those films that you'd sort of go upstairs and watch, you know, and make sure your mum and dad weren't around because somehow they'd, you know, connect the film to your own sexuality, even though as a young early teens kid, you you weren't sort of certain of your sexuality. But I just remember it being a film that said so much while actually saying so little because the word gay I don't think is ever mentioned in the film and that's something I think that's really progressive and really revolutionary if you like in Hanif's writing because he presents what is essentially a gay love story without ever talking about homosexuality or section 28 or the criminalization of homosexuality it's it's a really progressive piece of writing if you're looking at it specifically from an LGBTQI perspective. For Samir, meanwhile, the story of Stardust is completely new. Reincarnation stories are not uncommon in Bollywood cinema, but the way the concept is used in Stardust is quite unique. I wondered whether Samir had ever seen it used to address these themes before. No, we were looking at poetry, actually, Rumi's poetry, and in one of them he suggests that the soul has no gender. It's free to love who it chooses, and that really became our theme for writing this production. That's why the tagline is, love is love for souls kindled by stardust. I think that I've always looked at each story for what the story is about. So when I look at A Perfect Ganesh, for me that story is about a mother and a son relationship. And within that play, it captured the AIDS narrative that was taking place in that time. Even with the maids, you know, you look at Genet's sexuality, Uh, within it, but within the whole play, it is the relationship of maids with their madame. With Stardust, the same-sex issue actually started as the root. That is what we wanted to look at. It's become part of a story which deals with a lot of other themes and a lot of other issues, but what it does with the same-sex agenda is it's just very progressive. It's There isn't a mother that's going to go, no! You know, the Bollywood mother doing the melodramatic, my son is not gay, you know. We did not want that because that's been done. That's been dusted. It's people have laughed at it. How about a mother who's like, yeah, do you think I didn't know? And and that's what we wanted to capture is the, okay. so now that you're finally being honest with me and honest with yourself, can we just deal with the what's cooking for dinner? We wanted to to normalise the situation because love is normal. In our increasingly polarised times, there's something that feels particularly resonant about stories of people coming together and finding love and connection against the odds. 
I asked Nikolai and Samir why they felt it was important to tell these stories today and what they felt that they could offer to audiences at the Belgrade Theatre. I think we wanted to bring it to the stage because it does everything you want a great play to do. It is political, so it has a really contemporary edge and relevance. It talks to our communities, our societies, our world today, and it really does have something to say about the world we live in, and it offers a very clear and vivid provocation for social inclusion, challenging inequality and injustice when you, when you see it around you. But like all great plays, it does all that with a real sort of charm and wit, and it isn't didactic, it's sort of political with a lowercase p, if you like. It's a sort of state-of-the-nation play, but it's a very human play as well, and it's so funny and engaging. There's a sort of fearlessness that these characters have. They grow up in quite challenging circumstances, whether it's socioeconomic or whether it's to do with racial intolerance and hatred that they see and experience in their communities as they're growing up. They find a whole load of ways of challenging the world around them. And I think that's really interesting. It's a sort of simpler time, the 80s. It seemed it's easier for those young people to really decide what their cause is and how to challenge it. Whereas today, I think there's so much noise and so many people and there's so much to read or see that it can actually be harder today. And I think the courage they display is really admirable and can teach us a lot today. I think that audiences like to see stories that reflect themselves because then they feel like they're welcome, you know? And the Belgrade Theatre does a pretty amazing job at making anyone feel welcome. I mean, it's one of the most welcoming theatres that I've ever been to. And I think when they won the, the Diversity Award in 2016, it was just phenomenal because it, that work that they do and the, the experience that they make their patrons feel, their visiting companies feel, is really second to none. So it's an ideal place for us to launch Stardust, to do the world premiere of Stardust. You've been listening to our Fly the Flag podcast on the theme of love as a human right. For more information about the Fly the Flag campaign, visit flytheflag.org.uk. More information about My Beautiful Laundrette and Stardust can be found on the Belgrade Theatre website at www.belgrade.co.uk.